This is where we hold them! This is where we fight! In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Those who do work are denied a fair return for their labor by a tax system which penalizes successful achievement and keeps us from maintaining full productivity. It is no coincidence that our present troubles parallel and are proportionate to the intervention and intrusion in our lives that result from unnecessary and excessive growth of government. talk thank rich and marla for having me on appreciate it again i know it's been a while guys i've been out i've been back moving to connecticut uh, the land of obama I place went 98 percent to obama i believe in the last vote i drove all the way from virginia beach up here one day round trip just to vote because i was afraid my absentee ballot wouldn't count but hey we're back here we're back in connecticut uh fighting the good fight up here gonna turn them one turn them into republicans uh one trip of shooting at a time so that's not a threat Secret Service, that is not a threat. I'm going to take people shooting. Look, guys, this healthcare thing is getting out of control. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Bullshit. It's all crap. Everybody see the girl who fainted standing right behind him in the Rose Garden the other day? Just perfect timing. I thought it was fantastic. Look, this healthcare, folks, is tearing us apart. And I've, I've come to realize more and more that you know this colossal failure is planned i mean we spent millions hundreds of millions of dollars on this website that doesn't even work my brother-in-law is a tech consultant and he says this is like the most basic code that they just pirated from somebody see anybody could have done this for you know ten thousand dollars they could have built this website kid knows what he's talking about too it's unbelievable so you have a federal government. I, I know the government sucks at pretty much everything. But to suck this bad, it almost seems like it's planned. It almost seems like, all right, it's supposed to be a colossal failure. Because if a government program doesn't work, what do they do? They impose another government program to oversee that government program. Although they did outsource to Verizon, to the private sector. To the private sector. Because they were too stupid, these moon bats up there, to figure it out on their own so now they've consulted verizon well we'll see how that goes uh, if i was verizon i would say hey i want waivers i want this i want that i would negotiate a pretty sweet deal for my company but it's insane it is completely out of control and you got people all over the country getting dropped from their health care plans because quite frankly they don't know I was watching somebody the other night on TV, and they were talking about it, and it just makes no sense what's going on. You know, the Blue Cross Blue Shield has been dropping a lot of people recently. I think it was like 100,000 notices were sent out. Excuse me. And these people were told, hey, um, because of the you know Affordable Health, uh, the ACA, Affordable, Health, uh, Affordable Care Act, you can no longer be covered under our or your current plan, so either upgrade or pound sand. 
Well, if you like your plan, I thought you could keep your plan. What's up with that, Barry? It's unbelievable. You could just sit there and lie to the American people. And you know what the crazy thing is? Is we voted him in again. And people are so stupid and blind to this stuff. There was a guy going around the streets in New York City asking people about the Holocaust and what it was. And 90% of the people he interviewed didn't know. And these are the people who are voting for our future, for our children's future. That's incredible to me. They didn't know basic world history. And on top of that, they didn't know basic American history. Most didn't know what Pearl Harbor was. Most didn't know... uh, you know what the what the term Allied forces meant during World War II. Uh, many people didn't know what the Manhattan Project was. You'd think the atom bomb. Hey, they may teach that in school. No, this progressive leaning agenda. They're pushing people in to not knowing history anymore. Because if you don't know the history, it's tough to fight against the future. If you don't know how things have worked out across the country, across the world, across time, it's going to be difficult for you to reason against basic things and the fascist takeover that this healthcare system is. Folks, they are snipping our freedom out from underneath us. They're neutering us of our freedom. It's so obvious at this point, and the people who don't see it, it's unbelievable. Open your eyes, people, because if you don't, It's all going to be gone soon, and it's getting damn close. I had a buddy of mine. I just talked to him on the phone. He's a big supporter of the the conservative movement and hardcore conservative movement. But he's not going out there making threats or doing this or doing that. This poor guy, I'm going to hold his name back because he asked me not to mention it. Um, But we'll have him on sooner or later. He'll he'll be part of the program. We're going to talk about it. Good heart, big heart, and... His Secret Service came to his house. They wanted to search his house with no warrant. They wanted to search his car with no warrant. It's incredible. And he play, you know, played the lawyer card. And they, oh, what, do you got something to hide? No, I just know my rights. I don't want you rifling through my stuff. But these idiots, they rolled up to his sister's school and embarrassed her to interview her. His folks are nervous about it. You know, the guy's not doing anything wrong. He just hates Obama. I mean, so do I. So they're worried about him. You know, wor- well, when they say worried, they're, they, they found somebody who's educated. And he's a big Mark Levin fan. They found somebody who's educated, and they're trying to make an example out of him. Trying to punk him. Do not be punked, brothers. Do not be punked. Know your rights. Stand your ground. Freedom of speech. Now, I'm not saying go out and threaten the president or anything like that, but know that speak out. And when you do speak out and when you're confronted, which you will, tell them to, tell them to eat it. I mean, it's retarded what's going on here. I know the left's going you know, to use the word retarded. Yeah, it is retarded. It's completely retarded what's going on. The land of the free, home of the brave. Well, we still need to be the home of the brave. Otherwise, we won't be the land of the free. We'll be the land of the free shit until we run out of money, which is soon, too. Folks, I can't stress enough how important 
it is that we start educating each other. We start educating ourselves. We start just getting out there and talking to people about this stuff. Engage. My wife hates it. I'll be at a family dinner and I'll be talking back and forth with somebody. And there's some Obama supporters in her family. And I'm like, hey, moron, you know, over Thanksgiving dinner. Pass the whipped cream. Oh, by the way, you're an idiot. It drives her nuts. But you know what? As some of those people, they, they, a lot of them are younger. Some of them entered the workforce. Slowly, they're becoming Republicans. Well, I should say they're conservatives now. Because, you know, I don't have much respect for the Republican Party anymore, especially after this debt ceiling cave. Boehner's like, oh, we fought the good fight. Shut up. Folks, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back in a minute, all right? Don't go anywhere. You listen to Renegade Talk. This is The Sound of Freedom with Carl Higgins. that song that song is have you guys seen the movie team america you know it's kind of making fun of america but at the same time it's still hilarious uh but back to this debt ceiling thing i know i'm jumping around a lot here but i got a lot it's been a little while since i've been on a rant nobody listens to me in my house so i gotta rant to you guys the the government never shut down it was like 17 or 18 percent shut down Non-essential personnel, like 900,000 non-essential personnel, if I think the numbers are right. I've, what is a non-essential personnel? Uh, you know what I consider non-essential? People who are on the take. People who are just sitting there soaking up from the government. That's a non-essential personnel. But we're still feeding them. Giving them all they want on our backs. Why, you know, these non-essential personnel, they, they get shut out of the government. They or when the government quote shut down, so they get to go home. They're like, "Hey, don't come to work." But then, 
when the government reopens, they've been playing golf this whole time or sitting on their ass at home or doing whatever they do outside of work. And then they get a paycheck. They they get back pay for that whole time. Oh, we're really sorry. You know, here, here. No. You do not get... How does that make any sense? Maybe keep that non-essential dumbass in his position. Make him keep working. Sorry, you're not going to get a paycheck. Guess what? That's how the real world works. You work for a company and they're not making money. You're either fired or you're working for no paycheck in the hopes that you can turn around and get a paycheck again. Folks, I just started personal training at a, a local gym here, and that's how it is. Feast or famine. Work your ass off. Get paid. Make bank, bro. As they say in Step Brothers. But, or, or do nothing and drag your feet and not go out and prospect new clients and things like that. And you don't make any money. So, why should the public sector be any different? It blows my mind. And then, I, I, was, I was really sincerely hoping for the debt ceiling not to be raised. And God forbid, the government has to live within its means. God forbid. Jesus, man, we take in $250 billion a month. What is our interest rate? Like 25 or $30 billion a month? We can still pay our interest. We can even pay principal. We can pay the over-bloated government. We can do all that crap. You know, what we couldn't fund is these stupid entitlement programs that are leeching our system dry. The ones that's going to completely bankrupt the country. Because that money comes from people who do work. And with over 50% of the country receiving some sort of handout or aid, it's unsustainable. You know, I listen to Quinn and Rose a lot. They're out of Pittsburgh. Um, and there's from 6 to 9 a.m. You guys can find them on, like, TuneIn or something like that. Just type in the War Room, I think. It's warroom.com. But I love these guys. You know, he says it exactly how it is. And I've actually absorbed one of his terms, which is Moonbat. Uh, I'm yet to be sure exactly what it means, but I know he uses a derogatory term to idiots. But they've been talking about this, and it's there's not a lot of government, big government in Pittsburgh, but yet when the government shut down, people were panicking. I don't know why. And not a lot of jobs were, you know, being turned off there. But it, it amazes me. I, I just, I really can't understand what is so hard. Could you imagine all of a sudden if this week the government had to live within its means? Harry Reid, shut up. We're not going to default. What we need to do is we need to defund some of the BS that you put in these bills. And then Mitch McConnell, man. Mitch McConnell's the minority leader in the Senate. This guy, somebody ought to slap him. Because he was like, oh, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. You know, he was wishy-washy. You know, he didn't like Ted Cruz. He kind of bashed him at first. And then when Ted Cruz got some traction, they kind of jumped on his coattails. But he was very against this bill. And all of a sudden, he found out that there was $2 billion slotted for some river project in his state for his constituents. And he was like, oh, yep, sign off. That's got my vote. Our tax dollars bought him off for some BS that's 
probably going to be a waste. I'd say out of two billion dollars, you may get I don't know maybe fifty million dollars worth of actual worthwhile productivity in that whole project. And these are the people that are running our. These are the people we voted in, folks. Renegade Nation, get out there and vote these asshats out of office. We got one year till the next election. Get out there, start educating people. I don't care if you walk up to somebody on the street and grab them by the shirt and scream at them. Make sure people know. I mean, this is insane. Folks, we are headed down a treacherous path. And you know what's going to happen is, I, I, don't, I don't know when they extended it to, like uh, January, February, or something like that. But in January, February, it's going to come down the wire. There's going to be these negotiations, which not going to negotiate. Obama's just going to say he's going to negotiate. Then he'll get in a room with Boehner and say, no, f- screw you. Um, and what needs to happen is... We need to, we're going to be up against the same deadline. Well, we're not going to negotiate with a gun to our head again with the debt ceiling. And it's like, well, that's what you said last time. And we gave you a few months and we're supposed to sit down and negotiate and you won't negotiate. We need to sack up, man. We need to sack up and say, no, we're not spending any more money. We don't have it. Our kids and our kids' kids are funding this. I mean, I have no finance background whatsoever, but I can balance my own checkbook. And I feel like the nation should do the same. And these guys, these senators and Congress are are getting like 175 k a year for that job. Are you serious? Can you imagine a bank manager who ran a deficit? They'd be like, well, you're fired. That's crap. Folks... I'm getting a little spun up here, but this is serious stuff that needs to be addressed, and people don't get it. I don't understand how they don't get it, but they really don't. It's blowing my mind. I'm sure, folks, you go out there and you listen to the O'Reilly Factor or watch the O'Reilly Factor and listen to Waters World. That guy's hilarious, but he's spot on. He's spot on. He goes to these places and asks everyday people questions that were thought to be common sense, and they don't know. They don't know. They can't name the first three presidents. They don't know when World War One was, when World War Two was. A lot of these people have no idea what is actually in the Affordable Care Act. Folks, I'll be in Pittsburgh on Thursday speaking. Um, you know, if you're in Pittsburgh, hit me on Facebook, Carl Higby on Facebook, or Battle on the Homefront. If you haven't, also read my book, Battle on the Homefront. It's uh, you can go battleonthehomefront.com or you can uh, look us up on Facebook. You can get it on Amazon, everything like that. It's a great book because I wrote it. Um, it's also the same reason why it's an easy read. But it's it really it's a you know, it was written two years ago, so it lacks a lot of the current legislation. You know, I talk about the healthcare, but it's still relevant, and, and it brings a lot of light to what is going on now. The, uh, the the lack of education our children are getting, the um, you know everything from how our society's falling apart. Everybody gets a trophy. Read it. Get out there. Read it. Buy one. Buy two. Buy one for your friend. Christmas is coming up. Make great stocking stuffers. Twenty bucks on Amazon. 
what? Folks, welcome back to Renegade Talk. This is The Sound of Freedom with Carl Higby, former Navy SEAL, author of Battle on the Home Front. I know I'm supposed to throw that out there all the time, but that is a great song. I am not going to take it, and we shouldn't take it as a nation. we got to sack up, do the right thing, and vote these asshats out of office. They're spending our money like it's Monopoly money. Insane. Insane. And you and I are getting stuck with the bill. Imagine going to a restaurant and everybody gets up and walks out of the restaurant and they just hand you the bill. That's what's happening, folks. We didn't even eat the food. 
We are reaping no benefits from this spending. Voice your opinion. This is why we have a constitution, folks, to empower the people. The right of free speech, which is backed by the right to bear arms. So you try to take my speech, guess what? I'm going to fight for it. Thomas Jefferson said, one man with courage is a majority. Folks, I'm pissed. And I've got some courage. I'm going to bring this fight to the front lines. And I'm going to make sure that we keep fighting. I'm going to make sure that they know that we are not going away. That we have not accepted what they're doing. What they're doing is intolerable. And if we don't win major seats, like we need a a major domination for the House. I know we have a majority now. But for Senate, we need to dominate the Senate as well. Obviously, we can't take the White House. But you never know. If we got a Senate and Congress, I believe we could pass some sort of articles of impeachment. I mean, this guy has gone back on nearly everything. He says, tie Benghazi to him. Let let him sleep on that. Let that grab him by the feet and drag him down. Make him eat this health care bill. And I think, you know, I think people are going to start realizing real soon when they say, all right, hold on a sec. I'm mandated to buy something and I'm getting fined to buy it, but I couldn't buy it even if I wanted to because the website sucks. Hold his feet to the fire. Shove this one right up Harry Reid's ass and say, look what you did. Great bill. Real affordable. Appreciate it. Dick. We need to make sure this one stays. Folks, I want to thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. You're listening to Renegade Talk. This is the Sound of Freedom with Carl Higby. Thanks a lot. Shoving